I am the devil, and I am here to do the devil's work. Welcome to a shockingly quiet episode of uh, Spooky Time Presents. I'm already feeling lulled to sleep. I did a hit of my, my melatonin vape before we even started because I knew, I knew I wanted to be as relaxed as possible. I'm just kidding. I didn't do that. It's the middle of the afternoon. Hello. Welcome. We are Jarrett-less today, but next week we should be Jarrett-full. So meaty. I miss him already. Filled to the brim with Jarrett. <laughs> The way he would lick my ear before we started recording. Even when he wasn't here. Yeah. It's weird that he can do that. He's got like, I know people say Gene Simmons has a long tongue. Uh-huh. He's got nothing on Jared. He's like the Elastigirl of long <laughs> tongues. It's it's crazy. It's it's nuts. So so today, today we're talking about a uh, fun, super fun movie. This is a fun <laughs> one to watch. I, kept, um, <laughs> I couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> we're talking about Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer, 1986, directed by John McNaughton. Uh, starring Michael Rooker, Tracy Arnold, Tom Towels Teeth. Um, John Towels Teeth? <laughs> <laughs> the guy who plays Otis. His teeth are just everywhere. <laughs> they're, they're so soft. They are, yeah. Did you really kill your mama? I guess I did. You're telling me you never killed anybody before? I ain't saying that. What do you got in mind, Henry? What do you think? I want to say, Otis. You want to go grab a beer? Uh, we're talking about that today. This might be a shorter episode than normal because we <laughs> one third shorter. <laughs> one third shorter. Just based on math. Uh, who are you, by the way, now that we know that Jared's not here? I can't tell you that. No, I'm, I'm Cammy, Portrait of a Serial Killer. <laughs> I didn't even come up with a name. Who are you? I thought of mine hearing yours. My name is Henry, Portrait of a Serial Kyle. Oh, that's good. <laughs> that's the opposite. That's funny. All right. Um, quick, brief summary of this movie. Yeah. <clears throat> Hit me. Henry, Portrait of a Serial Killer is a portrait of... Henry, a serial killer. Loosely based on the life of Henry Lee Lucas, this film tells the story of Henry, his friend Otis, and Otis's sister Becky, who comes to stay with them. Uh, the film can be wrapped up rather quickly considering it has no real thorough plot. Henry kills, kills, kills. He and Becky share their childhood traumas. Otis begins killing with Henry. They kill a bunch. Then Henry kills Otis when he walks in on Otis raping Becky. Uh, they run away together and Henry kills her too. It's so oh, complex. Golly. <laughs> it is. It's riveting. Psychological throughout uh, it's one hour and 22 minutes of nausea inducing murder and nausea inducing slow pans over dead bodies yes let's talk about this so, movie real all quick. right um oof. okay uh so i think we should start at the beginning <laughs> at the beginning <laughs> 
let's fun fact it up with some quote fun facts <laughs> about this about this movie just because there's this the film is based on the a, a, a portion of the life of Henry Lee Lucas which I did a, not know while watching <laughs> Guile did not know that Henry Lee Lucas was a prolific serial killer um uh, before the fun facts what do you think about the movie now oh, that you've seen it now that you've watched it A to B all right B being the ending so the thing about Henry portrait of a serial killer is that I knew I knew it wasn't great, but I knew that it was a classic. I knew that it was, like, just a classic because of how brutal it is. Yeah. And they were right. They were yes, right. Yes, this was very... This movie is disgusting. Yes. Ugh. It's, like, a less... It's, 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 it's not quite cinematic. You know, it feels... Almost it's more like, like you're just a, a, a peek into these real lives yeah. where like, comparing it to Silence of the Lambs, that was like, it was, Silence of the Lambs was realistic, but it was yeah. also like puffed up for, it was for, so that you could enjoy it. It was a film. This is a movie. <laughs> like, and, and so we talked about this in the last episode, I think in our Silence of the Lambs episode, we talked about how, um, Gene Siskel didn't like the silence of the lambs and said that Henry portrait of a serial killer was a better portrait of a serial killer. Um, I don't think that this is a better movie than the silence of the lambs Absolutely at all. Not. This ain't getting He's the wrong. This week. But if his implication was that Henry portrait of a serial killer feels more real, more raw than the Silence of the Lambs does, then I think that he hits the nail on the head with that, because yeah. it does. This the the Silence of the Lambs makes me feel yucky. I don't like watching that movie. Very, it's not something that I grab ever. Yeah. But I um this this one was just like, oh fuck, like ugh. I needed to take a shower after I watched this movie. Yeah. Ugh. I did too, but I didn't take a shower. I'm still just as filthy as when I watched it. All right. Noted. Gross. Noted. Yeah. And this, it was so much more like where I'm going to be comparing it to Silence of the Lambs all day. So get <laughs> ready for out. that. Threw <laughs> out. Like, Silence of the Lambs, the two killers were Buffalo Bill and Hannibal. Yeah. Hannibal was likable in a movie, for in a movie scenario. Yes. Whereas uh, Buffalo Bill was just like, oh, like, you just wanted to watch him. Like, this is crazy. Uh -huh. This is this is entertaining to watch. He was like the real villain of the movie. Like yeah. Hannibal Lecter is like a villain. He's almost like an anti-hero. A little bit. But he... he's a serial killer. But he's really charismatic. We don't super see him kill until he kills the police. And yes. we're conditioned to accept police deaths as just a part of the movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think that's probably why they did that. Whereas this one, it's like, I, these people, I mean, maybe with the exception of Becky, are just kind of scummy. Yeah. Like, yes, I don't want to be classist and look at these poor uh, i can smell them through the screen yeah but they're just like oh like i can imagine these people existing and then watching these people who mm -hmm. i can imagine you know living down the street rape yeah. and murder in such horrific ways like oh like yeah. this isn't fun this is sad yeah and then the fact yes. that it was all real doubled down yeah. on that for me well it's not all real it's based on which it is, is enough. it's definitely I, I, the thing about this movie is that they changed so much but at the same time it's not nearly as brutal as the real life story 
of Henry Lee Lucas. First of all, first of all, Michael Rooker is so hot compared to the real Henry Lee Lucas. He has both of his eyes. Um, Real Henry doesn't? Real Henry Lee Lucas lost his eye when he was a kid. Um, And he kills people until he can find it. It's a murder mystery. That's not to say that people with only one eye are unattractive. It just sort of... It's, it's better to, to his... have two eyes than to have one, but <laughs> it added to, to his 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 look in a negative way. Some people can look really good with only one eye. Henry Four. Lee Lucas did not exactly. Um, if you look up pictures of this guy, you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> Michael Rooker also has curly hair, and that's about it. Like that's the only <laughs> that's all they have in common. Uh, this was his first movie. Michael Rooker's first movie. He was working oh. as a janitor. And, like, went to his audition in his janitorial uniform and then wore it through... Through filming. They had a green screen, his actual costume (laughs) over them. Yeah. Um, He was really... He isolated himself while they were... um, While they were filming just to kind of stay in character, you know, stay scary, spooky, if you will. (laughs) (laughs) I remember Um, those days. Oh, remember, remember our original show? Um... But yeah, so now he is like stupid famous. Michael Rooker, everybody knows Michael Rooker from either The Walking Dead or the Guardians of the Galaxy movies. Yeah. Yondu. Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins, y'all. He's Mary Poppins, y'all. But this was his first movie. And what a movie it is. I feel like this could have really easily like just ended his career as soon as it started. It could have, yeah. It was the A lot of the time that happens. How dark this was. Like, oh, and he plays it really well he, he always does. has that dark menacing yeah aura about him in all of his movies he so. doesn't smile unless and if he does it feels forced or or even predatory like he's smiling not because he's we're having yeah. fun it's because he's about to do something he's yeah. gonna enjoy mm-hmm. yeah Ugh. because he's a serial killer um so yeah the this movie doesn't really i feel like it doesn't really have a plot first of all it's really short with the credits it's only an hour and 22 minutes long it felt longer <laughs> It, I mean, it didn't for me. I like blinked and it was over. And I was like, oh, okay. All right. Well, that was that movie. I feel like I should, I should have seen this movie a long time ago, but I didn't. Um, yeah. I don't love it. It's not, it's not my favorite. Well, when we get to the ratings at the end, we'll, <laughs> we'll really f- put that into perspective we should, for we you. We should give it a mother for Jarrett just to make him <laughs> mad. Yeah, Jarrett loved this movie. He Jarrett loves sticking loved bottles and hookers. Jarrett loved this movie so much. <laughs> yeah. He wants to kiss Michael Rooker. Just like his dad did. Yeah. Wait, what? My love of kissing Michael Rooker has nothing to do with how much I think I dislike this movie. Uh, it's very sort of, kind of not good. Um... I would argue that this film was an exploration of trying to really get behind the scenes and really get into the psyche of a crazy person, which I think they did. But, uh, you know, maybe just not for me. Oh, Michael Rooker. I give it zero mothers, and we are all now worse people for having viewed it. The end. J-Dog out. I forget which... I did okay. all, one or all the kids get raped. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. So here we go. All right. So let's take a minute to differentiate some truth from fiction. Fiction. 
with this movie. Okay, so obviously I already said Michael Rooker is much hotter than yeah. Henry Lee Lucas. Um, Otis, his real name was Otis. It's Otis spelled with two T's. I believe that's how it's pronounced. There is a fantastic four-part series by the guys over at the last podcast on the left. Our colleagues. Our, co- our, <laughs> our colleagues. peers. Yes, our... They are. Arguably we are, are the bargain bin to the last podcast on the left's uh, Saks Fifth Avenue. So, uh, but no, they do a four-part episode about Henry Lee Lucas that is riveting. So good. I listened to the whole thing over the past week just so I could kind of figure out some stuff. So if you want to know about the real Henry Lee Lucas, go over to their podcast. Check that out. I shouldn't be saying that, yeah. but go Come listen to Come back to ours right away. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, they don't talk about movies very often on their, on theirs, so I think we're good. But um, I think it's episode 182 is the first, um, starts the first episode there. So uh, Henry Lee Lucas was abused as a child. He was, uh, his mom was a... Lady of the evening. She, she was a hooker in... Every sense of the word. I don't want to say sex worker because that makes her sound like she might be a good person. She was a terrible person. She was. She made Henry and her legless husband watch her fuck these Johns constantly, all the time. She abused Henry. She abused her husband. She. He was. They say this in the last podcast on the left episodes, but he was like the perfect recipe to make a serial killer. Like if you want a a serial killer for a son, here's be, the how to guy. Be a mother, treat him like shit, like complete shit. Don't Just celebrate fuck his him birthday. Up. Don't let that kid smile. And make sure he gets a lot of concussions. Adopt like a, a lot, lot of dogs just so you can shoot them in front of him. Yes. Or make him shoot. Yeah. So. Um, Forcible old. Yeller. It's true that he did kill her. He did kill her, uh, but it was an accident. He uh, he got into it with her. They they got into a physical fight. He hit her in the face. Uh, not realizing he had a pocket knife in his hand when he hit her in the face. It was open and it hit her neck, I guess. Um, and so he left immediately after she hit the floor. He left. Didn't realize that she was bleeding out. And so she died. Um, he didn't mean to kill her, but he... Oh, no. I feel like that added to his trauma, even though... He hated her. He still loved her. You know, it's like... He wasn't ready to kill her yet. It's like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, so he did spend time in prison for that. He... Uh, so Becky, we've got Becky in this movie. She is implied that she's... Uh, uh, his name is Otis in the movie, so I'm going to refer yes. to him as Otis. It's implied that she is Otis's um, sister. Yes, I think... I want to say a little bit more than implied at one point. Or I think, yeah, yeah. It was he definitely is. They say it. Um, What's his name? Um, Otis. Uh, at one point, um, <laughs> no. At one point, Henry straight up says like, when he's like grabbing at her, he like punches him and says like, "That's your sister, damn it," or something. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Incest. She 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 existed. Her name her real name wasn't Becky. Her name was Frida. She was uh, actually. She went by Becky, I guess. <laughs> Maybe her middle name. I don't know. Frida Rebecca. Frida Otis. Becky. Uh, she was a child. 
when she started hanging out with the two of them, uh, like 11. Uh, uh, and yeah. So I, I Henry assume... was basically like married to her, like drifter married to her, even though he was like in his 30s and she was a child. Did she wasn't? Did the real Henry's murder spree and Becky's life like span years? Like, what, did she ever age or was he just into a child? She, I don't know exactly the length of time that they were together. I think it was like four years. Okay, that's not enough time. Okay. No, it's not. No, uh, she she was a child throughout their um, relationship. He never had sex with her because he only had sex with dead bodies. Um, which, which means he could have had sex with her once. And he did. He did. Oh, after okay. he killed her. Okay. He really did kill her. Um, <laughs> but he didn't kill Otis. That's a shame. They both died in prison. Um, but he did. He did kill her, and he said that it was the only murder that he ever felt actual like remorse for. Because she like she attacked him, she like hit him or whatever, and he just went like, "That's my purse." Not so. <laughs> <laughs> and and killed her which you know doesn't make it right by any means because typically if somebody hits you you don't kill them in return yeah. uh what's it called a uh it's not escalation it's a oh i'm brain farting so much on it's you retaliate at the same level in which you were attacked uh-huh it's, uh, there's a term for it and i'm gonna think about it while you talk about whatever you think you're gonna say next it's fighting oh <laughs> uh, no it's all right, you you keep doing what you're doing. I'm gonna keep talking. So, um, yeah, if if you want to know more, listen to those episodes. But I've also got some other fun facts that don't have anything to do with the last podcast on the left. Yeah, they miss these facts. Yeah, crack research team, my ass. Yeah, there's not a whole lot here, but uh, this was one of the movies that helped form the NC-17 rating because before NC-17 existed, there was X, and it was. Basically, like, you have to be over the age of 17 in order to see this movie. Um, so, and uh, no, NC-17 is the same. They made X worse <sighs> after NC-17? X doesn't exist anymore. Oh. Yeah. Um, but I think with an X-rated... I think with an X-rated movie, you could get in with a parent's permission. Like... If somebody older than 17 or 21 or whatever brought you, you, you could in. see it. But with NC-17, you have to be 17. Okay. I could be wrong. No children. 17. And I I should probably look it up and re-record this <laughs> just in case. Uh, the four murder scenes that we see in the first few minutes of the movie eh, um, yeah. are based on real life murders that Henry Lee Lucas claimed to have committed. Um, the first shot where we've got the girl in the grass and she's completely naked and she's also dead. Um, yeah. her body is positioned in the exact way that they found her, um, in real life. Love this. And I'm glad they didn't do it. This was initial, initially intended to be a vampire shot. <laughs> no, it was originally intended to be shot on like handheld cameras. Like, documentary oh, style. I'm and I'm they... so happy they didn't do yeah. that. Yeah. 
this movie is disgusting already ow i just yeah. hit my face on my pop shield what's the what's the film stock Jarrett loves eight millimeter i don't know Jarrett. Jarrett, where are you 27 54 oh i'm embarrassed for the two of you you sons of motherfuckers that's gonna be my new my new phrase that i'm gonna start saying to to naughty children across the land you sons of motherfuckers um, Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer was indeed shot on 16 millimeter film. You guys basically said everything except 16 millimeter, which that's fucking hilarious to me. One, um, film was shot on 16 millimeter film. And, uh, once everyone was in place, they, uh, the, they were able to get this movie shot in 28 days with a $110,000 budget. Um, and apparently the majority of the cast crew and extras in this film brought their own shit to work on on here uh the 1970 chevrolet impala driven by henry belonged to one of the electricians in the film now that's using your noodle don't stick any screwdrivers in light sockets okay i love you back to the film uh 406 scrolling through their wikipedia page i flashed across a sentence that talked about their the film the kind of film they used oh. and i i don't know if this was just the combination of my television and the fact that i was watching like the 4k edition on from amazon or something uh-huh. but it all looked incredibly grainy yes yeah so that, yeah. Was, that was everybody yeah okay i think that was intended <laughs> right you are folks 16 millimeter film was originally shot in that four by three aspect ratio just because it was easier for most americans to be able to consume that kind of media mostly because the television screen that most Americans possessed in their home was that aspect ratio of 4x3. Now to speak a little bit more towards the grit, that may or may not have been an artistic choice on the uh, on the helm of the director uh, by their request. Now, a good way to understand that is that film celluloid is actually covered with a thin thin layer of crystals that cover the film stock. These crystals, once exposed to light, are able to imprint the image upon it. Now, when you have a high ISO and or artificial light that the camera can create or is bringing, taking in from the natural surroundings, that affects your crystals, your image, the grain, and me personally, I think that the grain, the grainier, the better. If it looks like you filmed it on 16, freaking let it shout out. The good people at Ari are, are doing the work for us. Let's make it happen for them. Uh, if you enjoyed the look of this film, might I suggest House of the Devil by Ty West, another film more recent, but was shot on Ari cameras with 16 millimeter film stock. Uh, it looks every, it looks like everything is moving and it's like, don't take it when you're on acid. That's all I got. Or don't watch it when you're on acid. Take it. Take acid. Then watch it. Then uh, send us a Gmail. SpookyTimeWithKNJ at gmail.com. Let us know how you liked it. <laughs> good point, Cammy. What? Another good point. You know the website Anchor. It's a fantastic website for podcasters. It makes it easy to upload all your episodes. They give out sponsorships to just about anybody. So if you're just starting out, it's a great place to go. Even us? Especially us. Now back to the movie. What does that have to do with my recipe for beef stroganoff? I'd actually rather see it with that <clears throat> with that grit as opposed to a clean oh, yeah. shot of the same. Just, that would look stupid. Yeah. Would look dumb. I could make out all the details on the corpses, which is the not grit, something The grittiness adds to the, the horror. Yeah. It feels yucky. Like a grindhouse picture. Grindhouse.
an exploitative should I watch, film. Should I watch Planet Terror tonight? Yes. Yes, you should. I've I love that like, movie. I've seen it like six times. You should see it again. I should. Machine, gun, leg. Not an arm, but it's the closest I've gotten in in decades of film watching. We need to make a movie just so that you can play a character with a machine gun arm. Yes. Yes. It's a zombie movie, except when you're bitten, not only do you turn into a zombie, you also grow a machine gun arm. Yes. (laughs) We'll call it machine gun zombie arm. (laughs) We'll work on the title. We'll workshop it. The working title. (laughs) All right. So let's talk scenage. Let's talk. Let's get into the. The nitty gritty of this yeah. nitty gritty movie. <laughs> the nitty grittiest of grit. Well, it's, I mean, we were just talking about like the opening montage of all the the, pe- the corpses and him just walking around and uh-huh. panned over it. I Hanging out, doing his thing. Yeah. I liked it in the sense that it did like really easily just give mm-hmm. us the idea of, okay, this is who Henry is within yeah. five minutes. Like we didn't need any more to know that mm-hmm. he is a sick murder and fuck. Yeah. And it, in doing that, it did exactly what it should have done, did it well, but also some of those were gross. Yeah. The girl in the bathroom with like the bottle in her face. In her, it took me forever to realize where that bottle was stuck. It was, I think it was intact in her mouth. I thought it uh. might have been like broken and like stabbed into her, Ugh. near her eye and just held there. I appreciated the zoom on that one so I could figure out what was going on. <laughs> I needed that one a little longer. Uh, No, yeah, that was horrific. And it all looks so real, too. They made it look too real. Almost like they just took crime scene photos and inserted them into the thing. but Which is, I guess, the best thing that they could have done. I mean, they're not going to make this movie intending for it to be, like, fun. This isn't a fun movie. This isn't, like, Return of the Living Dead, like, (laughs) colors and and skeletons. This is, like... You don't bring your date to Henry Porter, the serial killer, and expect to make out afterwards. Or, yeah, expect for her to stay. Yeah. (laughs) For the duration of the film. Um, Yeah, opening montage is yucky. Um, Yucky but effective. Super effective. Yuck. (laughs) Let's hop to the end. Whoop. The, when they're watching the video of them murdering the family. That wasn't at the end. It was towards the end. Right? It was more second right? half. Because that was... In act two. Yeah. <laughs> Henry and Otis are... Oh, God. That's more effective to me than than the open. The opening was gross to me, but that just really hit the nail on the head. That... um. Especially whenever it's over and and, he, and Otis is like, I want to watch it again. Yeah, it's something we're gonna, I want to talk about more later. It's just Otis's transformation from small time crook into full on uh-huh. mental serial killer. Yeah. But that was just a great. I don't know if that was a good peek into his rising madness or like almost the climax of his rising madness. Just because when he first. When they first kill the hookers, mm-hmm. which was a ridiculous scene. You can't just slap someone in the head and break their neck, which is what Henry did. <laughs> yeah. Um, he's, yeah. He's scared and he doesn't know what to do. Mm-hmm. And I think he's trying to, at one point when Henry's like, I'm, isn't necessarily going to kill him. Mm-hmm. Um, he's trying to then act like a big man to, you know, yeah. be, to stay with Henry. It's like, oh, I've, I've killed before. Yeah. I mean, just never hookers who I was currently inside of. <laughs> yeah. 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 And he goes from that to just like an angry 
an angry guy down on his luck. Um, we see him. He's working a crappy job, and yeah. that one kid doesn't want to have sex with him. Yes, and he's gay. Yeah, Otis Tool was was gay and terrifying, <laughs> and like six <laughs> three. Uh, um, it's the worst height. I'm six two, by the way. <laughs> That's the worst. Just height. under the bar. <laughs> the height six, of evil. Three guys. My brother's six eight or some nonsense. Wow, that's freak. crazy. It's like a he, really big version of you. That's weird. Oh, I don't want that. He's nothing like me. He can't grow a beard to save his <gasps> life. Oh no, poor Samuel. I don't remember his name. His name is Henry. I remember <laughs> his name now. It is not Henry. I'm not going to say it for fear that he'll find us. He doesn't care he'll find us <laughs> he is the person in my family least likely to realize i have a podcast that's really funny yeah good for him anyway. and by proxy for <laughs> us <laughs> um yeah, and then so it goes from that to when he does his first you know his own personal kill where he shoots mm -hmm. that motorist yes he's enjoying it here he start yeah he's, he's straight mm -hmm. up enjoying it yeah then they kill the family and then he tries to rape his sister as kind of the major points in his evolution that fucked me up that scene is one of the scenes that i wanted to talk about because i was just so like that that was the worst one for me because she's the character of becky is there so we have someone to sympathize with we have someone to relate to almost yeah. even though she's there to you can try tell, and make us feel good yeah you can tell that her life is not relatable to most hopefully almost her like first scene she's goes full into her trauma yes so it's like oh uh, you're not in fact a surrogate for me in this movie but like, I'll, I'll i'll try holy shit yeah she is the closest that we get yeah. besides like the victims right before they die um she real life becky was in on it she knew what was going on this becky is wholesome and like why don't you guys go get a beer and I'll do the dishes? And they're like, yeah, let's go get a beer. Yeah. Let's go. Bring your knife. Kill some hookers. <laughs> Teach you how to break a neck with nothing but your thumb. In an alley. <laughs> yeah, let's go do that. Michael Rooker has a really sexy voice. Um, that's all I have to say about Michael Rooker. You'll say more. I'm, I'm I probably will. Um, <laughs> but I, the rape was bad. But like you completely saw it coming. Otis I didn't. Was, what? I, 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 you know, it's like he was like being creepy with her throughout, but I didn't know that that was going to be like, like sort of what starts the climax of the movie. Oh, I just thought that they were trying to imply that he was not a good dude. And I'm like, yeah, you're laying it on thick. Then suddenly, boom, he's raping Becky. And I hate. Okay. What I like about the end of this movie is that we go, Henry saves Becky, right? Yeah. By killing Otis. And she's like, oh no. Uh, and then they leave. And you're like, oh, is he a hero? Like, mm -hmm. is that? Did he save her? And like, has she gotten through to him? Found the beauty in his beast? Yeah, because like they're in the car and she's like, I love you, Henry. And he's like, I guess I love you too, Becky. And then we've got the scene in um, when they're in the motel room. And he's like, I think we should go to sleep. She's like strumming that guitar. And he's like, I think it's bedtime now. And then the next day he's driving and he, oh God. Drops off the bloody suitcase. Oh God, that just like, that gutted me. 
you know? And I mean, that was perfect. It was, it was good for them to kind of end on that where we're thinking that to show us that, that he has a conscience at all. Yeah. Like, Oh, maybe he, maybe he does, you know, maybe they will live on. And then you see him get out of the car. It's like, Oh, maybe they won't. (laughs) Yeah. And then that was just, that was really sad. The end of that movie is sad and you don't, I didn't really know how to react to it. I had the same, um, kind of feeling at the end of black Christmas. Yeah. Somehow those two (laughs) correlated and they made me feel the same way at the end of the movie, just like gutted, like, Oh no, this isn't, I didn't want, I didn't like want this. this at all. You yeah. know, I mean, obviously I don't want Henry like a serial killer to be like the hero at the end of the movie. Yeah, he can't you know? kill six women and then save one. And we are like, you go Henry. Exactly. They had to do it that way. And yeah. also he killed her in real life. So it's like, even though yeah. it's nothing like how it was in real life, yeah. it's still true to um, fact, I guess. Yeah. I'll say I was sad. I did kind of see sad. it coming just because like they're in the car and she says, I love you, Henry. And he never really attaches or like gets into it. he just kinda says, like, Oh, I guess I love you too. Yeah. As just like, mm-hmm. I guess we're going to Arby's kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Like he's he never shows the affection uh-huh. that should convince me that he's gonna help her. Yes. And then in the same thing when they're in the motel, it's just like she's talking about the future and like up trying to get to him and he's like I, I think we should just go to bed. Like, he never... Yeah. He connects with her a little bit, like, when they're playing cards. Mm-hmm. But then never really again, like... Yeah. Or m- more so than that. Like, there is... A, this movie shows a kind of relationship there mm-hmm. that we want to grow and evolve, but that he never really... Yeah. He never really grows and evolves. She does. Yeah, and he's he, beyond help. Yeah. There's no fixing who he is. Like, if Henry Lee Lucas had, like, died, had, like, gotten shot or something when he was in, like, his early 20s, that would have probably been better for him than, like, the rest of the life that he led. Better for yeah. him and, like, better for everyone around humanity as a whole, you know? Better for hookers. It's not his fault that he turned out the way that he did, but he's a fucking monster, you know? Yeah. And that's the moral of the story. The moral of this movie is that... Henry Lee Lucas is a monster. And serial killers are... I mean, that's what it is. You know? Yeah. that is, I, th- I think that it is a pretty realistic portrayal of what Portrait. serial... <laughs> portrait, if you will, of how serial killers are. You know? Yeah, he's very much copyable, whereas Buffalo Bill was aspire what you would aspire to be if you're a monster eccentric yes Yes. buffalo bill is very eccentric so is hannibal lecter they're both movie characters i i feel i feel like the the killers in the silence of the lambs are the most cinematic thing about the movie as a whole the rest of it is very yeah very down to earth uh, yeah all the police work is very common and stuff Mm -hmm. all the interactions between clarice and everybody is all Mm -hmm. very by the books yeah but then those two come in and just kind of shake it all up if they had been run-of-the-mill serial killers then the movie wouldn't have gotten the reception that it did this is buffalo bill he shot three people yeah you should probably find him yeah you can't make buffalo bill like a son of sam type where he's just like 
shooting people dead every so often and running away you know um he did talk to dogs though so son of sam yes i talked to dogs that was his superpower oh no they don't talk back son of kyle except for one (gasps) they've made movies about the son of sam killer right like actual movies not like documentaries i don't know because if they do i want to get this homer simpson idea in there there has to be at least three shots of a dog with shifty eyes after every murder (laughs) (laughs) that's a great idea this killer is so prolific we'll never catch him and then it just pans over to the dog and he's just left right left right (laughs) that's how we know he's the bad guy the dog was the bad guy the whole time (laughs) i need that to happen oh i'd watch that movie i'd watch it twice not with mel gibson but i'd watch it nope mel gibson yeah he's bad yeah he was in he was in that simpsons episode oh that was homer making the movie for mel aha yes okay now I was like, wait what does page. mel gibson have to do with any of this are you trying to be topical kyle I, i'm sorry i had no idea um yeah oh henry oh henry oh, he tried so hard no he didn't did he i don't know no. he didn't try very hard with um, his murders something i want to talk about with this movie is probably going to come i don't know what maniac is about but it was also in uh american psycho where are the cops i don't need to see the investigation necessarily if you could just show me like a scene of like a cops going door to door and maybe have like a Mm-mm. quote-unquote tense interview with henry i just wanted to know that Pete, these things are happening and that there is at least a modicum of effort into stopping them uh they did that on purpose i guess that was an artistic choice uh, because they kind of wanted it to feel very, like, they wanted the movie to feel very, like, hopeless and very, like, almost like crime rules this world that they're in. More of a jungle um, out there. And they're both, I don't think they're fresh out of prison. I think Otis is because he's seeing Otis a parole is on officer. Patrol. They're on parole, yeah. On patrol. Yeah. <laughs> Otis is on patrol to get on parole. <laughs> yeah um and he's pumping petrol oh yes uh nice good one but uh i think henry's been out for a while because he's got a whole rhythm going with his murders yes um but it is implied that they met in in prison yeah in this film in Um, the slammer in the slammer ah i don't i don't really have anything else to say about this movie i've my this whole week for me has just been like Henry Lee Lucas that I I just want <laughs> I want to move on I want to do something else I we need to um I'm not saying we should wrap up the episode now but I'm just I'm so <laughs> tired Kyle uh, it's really so it's really tired. worn you down I can see you got the bags under your eyes oh no you're missing one of them oh no I'm turning into <laughs> Henry Lee Lucas I was bit by a radioactive Henry Lee Lucas and now I'm turning into a Henry Lee Lucas Cammy Lee Lucas no oh, that should be I'm here. a drifter. <laughs> Use a different gun every time. I'm going to steal Kyle's car at the end of this episode. <laughs> I need that car. It's full of heroin. It's, no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> you mean? Peek behind the curtain. My car is not full of drugs, <laughs> officer listener. <laughs> Just kidding, FBI. Yeah. Oh, I wonder They'll if they're never listening. take us alive. They'll take you alive. I'm the goner. Oh, okay. Fine. One oh. of us has to tell the story. The, <gasps> yeah. the podcast will tell the story. Yes. We hide the iPad so it's not caught in the crossfire. Uh-huh. I have guns along with the drugs and a bunch of fireworks I'm just going to set <laughs> off just to cause distractions. That iPad case looks pretty bulletproof, though. 
It's really not. I can break it apart with my bare hands. Uh, yeah, I know. But it looks bulletproof. <laughs> it looks bulletproof, so they won't try to shoot it. I think that was the intention. It's like the security system in the Purge movies. It's really there to look impressive. It's not actually ah, going to help. Mm. I've never seen any of the Purge movies. I've seen all of them. Except Have you? Maybe one came out like last year or something I haven't seen yet. I think so. It's Purge, Purge 2, Purge Election Day, <laughs> The First Purge, the TV show I haven't seen. Which, that's on USA, which Requiem. is weird. Speaking of USA. <gasps> I saw that when I was watching that ah! terrible thing last night. I'm so excited. They finally put out a tiny little teaser trailer for the Chucky show. It's happening. <laughs> I want them to call it the Chucky show. <laughs> the it's Chucky the show. Chucky the doll show starring <laughs> Chucky <Brad> the doll. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jennifer Tilly. That was the name I was. As the beaver. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, don't don't let Jennifer Tilly star as the beaver. That's, that's okay. too on the nose. Why not? <laughs> Come on. No. Uh, I wish Jarrett was here so he could do his bad Jennifer Tilly impression. Hi, I'm Jennifer Tilly. (laughs) (laughs) I don't do impressions. What do you guys mean? It's not polite to talk about reality when she's not present, Mr. Brown. (laughs) (laughs) His uh, chef's mom from South Park, Jennifer Tilly impression. (laughs) That is what he sounds like. Hi, Jared. Oh, He's yeah. editing this right now. Yeah. If you're listening, we need at least 30 seconds of you being Jennifer Tilly. Yeah, can you just like, about splice beavers. that in? Thank you so much. Snip, snap, splish, splash. Welcome. The only thing I really know about beavers is the one between my legs. <laughs> Jennifer Tilly is my name. I wish I was dead. I hate everything. Please, God, kill me now. All right. Are we finished talking about this movie besides the rating that we have to give it? Uh, I do think we are just about there. All the the stuff, like the non-scene stuff I want to talk about. We talked about a lot during the scene stuff. Like we did. How gritty it was and was it too realistic? Um, And we've gone over how gritty yes. it is and how we like and dislike the that's realism. basically that's it that's the thing like this movie is is feels real gritty again but it's not very substantial it doesn't feel like a whole lot is going on in this movie it's just like murder and that's it it's like a portrait like it's just there to show you the thing this and is there's no time, layers to it a, a little length of time in a serial killer's life and if they that was their intention with this movie they did a great job yeah that's it they they showed what they wanted to show, and that they, that was it. Yeah, Game over. That's all, that's all I have to say about Roll it. Roll credits. Boom. Bada bing, bada credit. Yeah. Bada bing, bada Starring Henry. Michael Rooker. Starring Michael Rooker as the Mary, Mary Poppins' <laughs> portrait of a serial killer. Yandu. Portrait <laughs> of a serial killer. Yandu. Uh, portrait of a good guy? That guy from The Walking Dead. Portrait of a guy from The Walking <coughs> Dead. What was his name on The Walking Dead? I never watched I that show. I don't know. He was in the like the first episode and then a regular in like season four. Ah. Which was a weird choice Michael to bring him back. Rooker. Don't remember. I haven't watched he was the a Walking bad Dead guy, right? I think he was a bad guy in that movie. He was. In that show. An asshole when we first met him. He's like, uh-huh. I don't care. I care about my brother, Daryl, who's awesome and no one else. So I'm going to be mean oh, to you, Oh, yeah. Rick. He was Daryl's <clears throat> brother. 
And so when he comes back, Yondu. The I think he was with the governor in that whole group. Mm. He was with them. It's like, oh, like we got to wipe out the sheriff group. And it's like, oh, but my brother's in there. And so he kind of has to help them because he doesn't want his brother to die. I see. It's been a long time since I watched that show. I saw the the shocking season premiere, and then I didn't watch any more of that season. I haven't picked it up since. <laughs> Lucille. You guys know what I mean if you've watched it. I've never, I don't know what Loose you're seal. Loose seal. Loose <laughs> seal. Uh, crook, Captain Hook. I need to start watching that again. Um, I need to pick up Arrested Development. I want to watch that show on Shuffle because I've tried to start it a bunch of times. <laughs> Shuffle. Like, I, I've seen the first three episodes uh-huh. too many times and they're not good enough to draw me in anymore. Mm-hmm. So I need to start with like season three and just go that, then season two, then season four, then season one, and then uh-huh. the unforeseen season five. Okay. That's a good idea, I think. I need to yeah. watch season five still. I don't want to watch season it. five. I didn't like season four. It was all right. It was a movie. It was okay. And there if was Jarrett no buster. Were here, if Jarrett were here, he would be talking about Arrested Development like nobody's business. He went through a, an Arrested Development phase right before the fourth season came out. I was, yeah, I was working with him then. He got me into the show. Yep. Jared got a lot of people into Arrested Development, I'll tell you what. Doing God's work. He was doing God's work, and it was good. It's Arrested Development. <laughs> um, Shall we rate this? Yes, one through five Norman Bateses, or if you want to give it that crowning achievement of a super film and give it a mother. Uh. <laughs> I don't think I'm doing that. No, thank you. I um, I I think I'm gonna give this one like a. I'm gonna let you go first because I'm the host. All right. I'm helming this episode. Yeah. You go first. My rating is not one, not three, two Norman Bateses. Two Norman Bateses. Two I, out of five. I feel you. Okay. It showed a. It showed a good story, but I just really didn't want to see that story. I. Uh, that's understandable. I, that's. I'm gonna give it a three. Kind of one up me. That's uh, fine. I had it in my head before you said two. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm sure that's why I had to go first. Uh, fine, I'm doing it to one up you. I'm sorry. No, I, uh, I, I three, three. Yeah, you know, Big old three. Yeah, um, because it it affected me. Horror movies don't usually affect me. This I feel like this. It is a horror movie, but it's so like. It's more like an exploitation film than like a true horror movie. I, would say, I think it's in horror just because it doesn't fit anywhere else. Yes. Yeah. Exploitation horror. It feels like it feels like a Rob Zombie <laughs> movie, only like less eccentric. Yeah, a Rob Zombie movie with all the fun taken out of yeah, it. Yeah, if you take all the clowns out of it, like <laughs> if you threw a bunch of clowns in this movie, it would be like Rob Zombie Central. <laughs> like he made this movie. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. Or like. Yeah, it just it feels like Grindhouse, like Planet Terror. We were just talking about Planet Terror. Um, exploitative. Yeah. Gritty 70s exploitation film is what it feels like. So, yeah. yeah. Tell you what, we both know Gritty. Jarrett really well. What do you think he would A mother. He would have yeah. given it a mother. <laughs> Fuck he you, Jarrett. He would this movie. All the incest. <laughs> <laughs> and other yeah. factors. What are you doing, stepbrother Kyle? No, um, I'm going to give this a 1.8 star. Didn't really like it. The best thing I liked, the, uh, the best thing this film had going for it was I really dug the 16 millimeter look it had. And um, other than that, I just, 
I just it just didn't do it for me. That I didn't Otis's teeth made me upset. And uh, uh yeah, couldn't do it. Could not make it happen. Couldn't pull it off. 1.8 gave it the lowest scoring. So fuck you, Cal. <laughs> and uh but I'm glad you guys liked it better than I did. Um yeah, I'm taking the Blu-ray copy and I'm shoving it up my ass currently. Okay. Uh thanks so much for listening. I think this might be the last you hear from me. Maybe. Okay, love you. Goodbye. Mwah. Uh, we love you, baby boy Jarrett. Uh, Jarrett? Oh, boy. Jarrett probably would have given this a two as well. I would have guessed a three. Let's say Jarrett gives it a 2.5 because that's right in the middle of our ratings. All right. He didn't. Kyle, two. Jarrett, 2.5. Cammy, big old three. Yes. Okay. All right. And with that, we'll have to start wrapping up, I think. I guess so, huh? This was weird. Join us next week, it was next fine. Saturday. I'm never going to watch it again. <laughs> and I'm never going <laughs> to no, recommend it. No, I mean, it. recording an episode without oh. Jarrett was weird. But we got through it. Yeah. When was the last time we did this? I think we've done it once before. I think one time. And we had four people cancel their Patreon <laughs> donations afterward. Did they? No. Oh, my God. I don't keep <laughs> no. up with the Patreon, guys. Of course not. <laughs> Ugh. They hated us so much without Jarrett. No, um, I didn't hear any boy boy boys. Unsubscribe. Food, food, honk, honk. There was no loud ow at the beginning. Ow! I'm so mine used to it. Mine can't replace him. Yeah. I'll work on it. We we'll get do, a sound clip of him. Do we doing have it. like a cheesy radio voice? Welcome oh. to another episode of Spooky Time Presents. We're talking about Henry Port of a serial killer. Look at Jared all the Miller. boobies. I have a beard. Look at me. <laughs> I'm so cute. Watch me do a somersault. I'm not very good at insulting Jared. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, darkness, my old friend. I've come to talk with you again. All right. Okay. With that, we're going to wrap up the episode. My name is Cammy, as it always has been. You can find me on um, platforms of social media. The two that I use the most, I would say, are uh, Instagram and Twitter. You can find me, respectively, at Magic Ghost Baby or Crambly on either of those. You can find Jarrett, who is not here, at Daddy underscore Dangerfield. That's Daddy with an I on instagram yeah because of no respect or whatever <laughs> you can find him on twitter as well at Jarrett underscore miller you can find us as a network on instagram at spooky time network you can also find us on twitter now at spooky time net that's been pretty active we're tweeting we are tweeting we're throwing up a tweet storm yes it is it, it's it's like somebody let loose a cage of canaries in a coal mine. <laughs> they all died. And they all <laughs> died because the coal mine is toxic. dangerous or toxic. Full of monsters. Oh. You've seen the movie Mind Game? No, I have Mind not. Games? Nope. You should. I think it's on a couple of things right now. Amazon, definitely. Block of the Week. Uh, yeah, cha-ching. <laughs> it's got some cool sci-fi elements. Block of the Week. Um, oh, Kaylee isn't here. She's our producer um, and my co-host over on Glitter and Gore. If you would like to check that out, you can. Uh, you can find her on all platforms of social media at Your Girl KGM. Kyle, that was a lot. Where can we find you? <laughs> you can find me on the Insta at Old Man Yells at Clouds underscores in between all the clouds. You can find <laughs> me 
on Twitter. Bible Goes West. F-I-E-V-A-L. Goes West. All one word. Mm-hmm. You probably... I don't know if you guys got all that, but I don't care. It, check on the past episode. I've said it a It's in times. the show notes. It'll say. Uh, if you want to donate $105, the magic number, I will paint a portrait of the movie poster <laughs> for Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer. I will call it Henry Portrait of Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer. <laughs> oh, beautiful. Uh, I want to see that. And that is our Patreon at www.patreon.com slash spooky time podcast. Yes. Uh, for just $5, that's the price of a Big Mac if you go to the right McDonald's, um, you can get all, you can get a mother ton of shows, a mother ton. We have so many metric. shows. Do you like, are you afraid of the dark? We talked about that. Uh-huh. Like the show Darknet? We talked about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jarrett and his lady friend Jasmine, they have a show where they talk about other shows, movies. <laughs> I got a bunch it's of nonsense such... I'm going to be throwing at Patreon in the next couple weeks too. That's always fun. Yeah. And much more. We have so much Patreon content. It's coming out of our ears. It's coming out of our big old it's Jarrett licked ears. Coming out of my butt. Ew. That's where poop comes or from. Or Jarrett's butt. And babies. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. All right. Well, thanks, Join us folks. Next Join week us... for Maniac. What I year think. did that come out? It, oh, great. Yeah. We have to watch Maniac now. Jesus Christ. You picked it. I know, but I, I just, I, Maniac has the same vibe as Henry, a portrait of a serial killer. So, that, no, that's fine. I'm Tell excited. You what, if you want to change it, do it before Jared edits this episode. He can just cut this part out and just record his own thing. So, saying the movie is actually sometime within the next like twelve hours. Cool. Yeah. I will do that. No, we're not going to change it. Okay, I'm going to watch Maniac. It uh, but I do need to know what year it came out because I have no idea what Maniac is. Like 80s, I think early 80s, late 70s. That's no fun. Maybe. All right, join us for Maniac probably. Uh, and we'll see you all later. <laughs> yes. Mwah. Mwah. I kissed my hand that time, not your ear. <laughs> Sucker. Yeah, he did. Henry, Henry, Henry. Henry, 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 Henry. H-E-N-R-Y H-E-N-R-Y Henry, 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 Henry Henry, Henry, Henry Henry, Henry, Henry